What's up? I'm Lil Knees. And I'm Save the Bees. And welcome to the trees. With the peas. Hit us with that fun fact, Laura. This week's fun fact is that I edit the podcast every week, and if Jamie has to do it, holy fucking shit, is that a disaster. (laughs) So if you listened to our podcast last week, the day it came out, um, you may have noticed there was no ad, no music, and nothing other than our cut-up audio from yours truly. I really did my darndest, and it was so disappointing how proud I was of myself thinking that I did so successfully. I wasn't even thinking about checking it, and I was like, oh, I sh- let me just look and see, you know, what she was up to, and I was like, oh, something's wrong here. Oh my gosh, a lot of things are wrong here. <laughs> uh, that's why we can't have nice things. I really did try. Some weeks I am just overwhelmed and busy. I'm like, this is one thing I don't need to do right now. And I really give it my all. So... Other than editing the podcast this week, I got some tea. I got some stuff to spill about my past week. Pour it. Make a fucking mess. We got that charming bounty quicker picker upper. We're going to start with the most boring just to get it out of the way. I got my hair cut today, which it was so long that there's really no way to tell. But I did get a lot of hair cut off. So Mm. it's three inches and so much of it thinned out that it looked like a small gerbil. (laughs) (laughs) um other than getting my hair cut i got peed on yesterday jamie what kinky shit are you into i'm not into that um we went to our small group and we were outside and they let their dog outside and i was petting the dog and he was thrilled to see me so thrilled that he just peed right on my chair and a little bit on my purse and then he peed on somebody else I dropped part of a burrito bowl into my purse the other day while I was eating in my car. (laughs) That's the saddest story ever. My poor car. There was one day I was eating uh, probably Taco Bell or something, and I really had to sneeze, and I sneezed cheese all over my steering wheel. (laughs) When we were in college, Ryan and I got Chipotle, as we did, and I decided I couldn't wait to get home to eat some of it which you already know that's a disaster so i take like two bites of it we're at a stoplight we're not moving i get and just laughing so hard at myself i got a cold chill so hard that i shook <laughs> and i sloshed my burrito bowl around everywhere <laughs> you about ryan being annoying sometimes but oh my god i'd jump out the window if i lived with you again he's never been so mad at me other than that circumstance he was like are you serious there was rice everywhere in his car for pull weeks. yourself together man other than that i have mentioned in a previous podcast that i have snuck my way weaseled right on in to a target team members only facebook post or group the reason that i did this was because i was hoping i could get the sneak peeks at a new holiday time merch like the halloween and christmas stuff 
before it comes to the store. That's, <clears throat> a lot of it's just complaining about Target, which I understand. I am in a Starbucks group. I, I get it. Um, you gotta complain even if you got a good job. It, it's just the way it is. But there's been some tea in the group this week. Oh my gosh, tell me the Target tea. So apparently due to COVID, you could get a bonus as an employee. I'm not exactly sure how it worked, but like almost hazard pay. And I think that if you were a manager, you could get like a second bonus. But most people didn't know that because most people aren't managers. Um, so somebody posted just like a quick sentence or two saying like, I feel so blessed I got both bonuses. And everybody was like, oh my gosh, how did you get two bonuses? That's not even real. Are you even a Target team member? There weren't two bonuses. And then some of the managers were like, yeah, the managers got like an extra bonus. It wasn't anything substantial. Like, but um, they were like, are you in whether it really existed or not? And it kind of did, but only if this person was a manager, yada, yada, yada. And then, like, one of the admins made a big post, like, people are sneaking into here. You really need to make sure they're working here before you let them in. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, they're going to find out. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll comment on their posts because I don't want to be too suspicious. I, like, like one of them or, like, if it's funny, like, you know, generally funny stuff. Like, working here is the worst. Like, that you could relate to all service uh jobs jobs that you get paid minimum wage for so i'll be like laugh reactor i'll be like or somebody will be like this person got like ordered 10 packs of toilet paper or they tried to and we had to kick them out i'm like haha that's so funny that happened at my store too that didn't happen at my i don't work at target <laughs> so um, you are cheating these poor target employees I'm there for moral support, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm one of the spies, and I haven't been caught yet, so I really hope nobody <laughs> who works at Target finds out about my podcast. Honestly, they'd probably be like, that's pretty funny, you can stay. Well, like, to get into the group, I had to give my name, give what Target location I worked at, and what my position was, and I just typed the word, yeah, and they got me in. <laughs> I didn't know what to say because I don't know what the Target store number is. Like, Starbucks, we had a store number, but it was just a random number. I'm sure it's probably, like, up at the front. Yeah. Maybe probably I could ask them about it. What's your guys' store number? Just so I can, like, <laughs> find it when I'm ordering online. <laughs> oh, goodness, yeah. So that's my tea for the week. It's not very spicy considering I have not left my home except today to get the haircut. But, pretty cool. How's your week been? So, I mentioned last week that over the weekend, I was taking a trip. And while maybe that's not the most responsible thing during a pandemic, um, it was already paid for, and I gotta live life. And I was responsible while on the trip. Um, but my friend was going to meet a friend he made online and he's video chatted with this person and had phone calls and like knows they're real and it was a little five foot five white girl like what's the danger but he was Me. like <laughs> my friend was like I would like you to come because you know I don't really know these people and if anything happens at least you and I can still have a fun weekend yeah 
And so we drove to St. Louis, which took a while. How far is that from here? Um, it's about five and a half hours. We had to stop Obviously. for gas. So it was like six and a half hours after stopping twice. Um, but it, it really wasn't that bad. Um, so we get there and we meet her and she's with her husband, mm-hmm. which her and her husband are like a year younger than us. And they also have a two-year-old. I'm like, whoa, 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 <laughs> slow down. But that's how Southerners be, I guess. I think that's West. Where is Missouri? I don't know. It's over to the side. Okay. It's like in the middle area. I know very little about it, <laughs> clearly. Technically. So, St. Louis is, like, right on the borderline of Missouri and Illinois. Oh, okay. So, my my Spotify is ruined, and all I have is Illinois ads. Anyways, um, (laughs) back to the trip. So, her and her husband didn't go to work on that Friday. So, they were able to get there, like, at check-in time and sort of hang out for a few hours. Check-in for what? The hotel. Oh, okay. They stayed at a hotel too? Yes. We stayed at the same hotel. We were just in different rooms on different floors. Okay. And um, so me and my friend get there at like 10 o'clock at night. So we have to go to like a 24-hour restaurant when we get there to eat. But we text them like, we're hey, we're here. And they're like, hey, this is our room number. You can come up and meet us. And so we go up a floor and they're like hiding around the corner and jump out. And they're like boo hello and um my friend and the girl they give each other a big hug my friend is gay so the husband shouldn't have really been concerned with anything um was he he was kind of a turd i'm not justifying it but if somebody like if i told my husband that i made a guy friend online that he didn't know anything about he'd be like i have questions the thing is, like, he did know, and he's met my friend, and, like... Oh, that's strange. So, anyways, this whole trip, I'd say, is a 7 out of 10, but he really took a point off, because... So we get up, and we're wearing our masks, because you have to, in the hallways and stuff. She's wearing her mask, and he is not wearing a mask, and that really sets the tone for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um... He only wore a mask if it was absolutely required to get us entry into a building. Um, We went to an escape room on Saturday, and the escape room highly, highly, highly requested that you wear one, but did not enforce it. And they even offered masks. Um, He said, no, thanks, I'm good, while the rest of us wore ours. Mm. Um, he was kind of rude to his wife the whole weekend, acting like a child, and it feels rude to say, because if he doesn't have developmental issues, it seems like I'm really saying, oh, only developmental issue people are weird, but, like, he... He was just weird and, like, rude 
and annoying and he was specifically going out of his way to like upset everybody um he drove us around all day and he was driving super recklessly to like scare us like, that's never funny. it's not funny we're not having a good time like you're in a different place than where you live you're gonna get really high tickets if we get pulled over um i've already been in a car accident so that scared me because i'm very like nervous about it but he was just kind of a dick the whole weekend that's not good um we still had fun regardless i got to see the arch which was fun we didn't get to go to the top of it, which I didn't even know that there was a top of it to go to. Uh, yeah, this is brand new information to me. But they have, like, this really weird, um, like, cart system that takes you up to the top. That's, like, a gift shop and, like, a lookout. But oh. down on... But we weren't able to go up because they were, like, not running for the day. But they have cameras up at the top so when you're on the ground level you can look at the screens and it shows you what you would see up top that's good for people who are afraid of heights for sure too Mm -hmm. but it would have been super cool to go up um after that we went to our escape room we ate some really good food and we went to like a big mall um they had never been to ikea so we tried to go to the ikea there closed there was a line around the building and the whole ikea was the biggest one i've seen and i haven't seen a lot but i've seen two of them they're all pretty large this one's definitely bigger than the ones i've seen yeah there's one like 10 minutes down the road from my house but it was also 95 degrees both days i was slathered in sunscreen (laughs) like a little Basted it up rotisserie chicken. <laughs> so these people were out there getting sunburned just to go into Ikea. And we were like, absolutely not. We're leaving. It's not that worth it. Oh, and the cherry on top was that. So me and my friend who went, we worked at Panera for quite a few years. And... As a low-paying fast food job, it's probably one of the best places I worked. Yeah. Um, but the original Panera is in St. Louis, and it's called St. Louis Bread Company before they changed the name. Because St. Louis Bread Company is a mouthful of bread. Seriously. Um, but we went there, and all the packaging had the same logo, but it said St. Louis Bread Company on it. So we were like... that's so cool um i've never been to the original starbucks in seattle but i went to the there's like the fancy roasteries yeah there's like seven or ten of those in the world and one of them's in chicago and the one the newest one's in chicago and i think it was a west elm some sort of furniture store that they turned into the i love their furniture so much why does it have to be so expensive But that Starbucks store, five floors, coolest place I've ever been. They had one floor that you could just get alcoholic coffee beverages inspired by, like, your favorite kind of coffee. It was very interesting. Let's go. It was very fun. Um, I had one that had a type of alcohol in it that was, like, 
illegal in some places, so it hurt my stomach a lot. Were you drinking, like, <laughs> opium or cyanide? I don't know what it was, but it was uh, dark. <laughs> it hurt. Um, anyway, speaking of hurt, let's talk about dead people. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I really had no other segue, and that was a little bit rough. But, Hopping um, on my segue, my segue. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have pretzels stuck in my throat. <laughs> but, um, I mentioned a couple weeks ago Ryan's grandpa passed, which is sad. Um, that was an unfortunate event. But, um, we went and saw Ryan's parents for the first time since the funeral last weekend, and we had dinner with them. And while we were there, Ryan's dad gave Ryan. His grandpa's pocket knife he used to carry with him every day because Ryan had talked about wanting him. It was like a sentimental thing from his grandpa because he carried it for like years and years and years. The people in the family recognized it. Cute, sweet, nice thing. Ryan and I come home, normal, go to bed. We go to bed at like 10 o'clock because we're elderly. At midnight, he yells, jumps out of bed, grabs the knife, and barges into our closet in a matter of three seconds flat. Like, I've never seen the boy move so fast in my my life. And I, for surprisingly, wasn't even scared. I was just annoyed that I hadn't been woken up. You're like, (laughs) getting stabbed in my closet? Your mom's a hoe. And I told Ryan, I was like, listen, if you gotta stab people, we'll handle it in the morning, but I gotta go back to sleep. <laughs> um, but, anyway. He, what he said he saw was that he rolled over and there was, like, a flash of white light coming from our closet. He thought he saw his grandpa and then it went dark. And I was like, very coincidental that that happened the night that you were given his pocket knife. He was like, bitch, I was trying to take that with me. Yeah. <laughs> no idea what happened but like I don't know if you've been around little kids like and babysat them overnight but little kids when they have nightmares they don't know what dreams are and it's very hard to explain to a kid I just say like it's like a movie happening on your head but you don't get to pick it out like while you're asleep that's like the best way I can think of to describe it but um Ryan was so scared I've never seen him like this before and obviously Ryan knows what a dream is he's an adult but it was almost like convincing a little kid like you didn't see that he made me stay up with him for two hours had every light on in the apartment (laughs) sat up eyes wide open just staring at the closet and he wouldn't go into the bathroom and I like had to pee and he was like you can't go in there and I was like I can go pee (laughs) in the bathroom if your grandpa wants to join me it's weird but I gotta pee yeah I was like I'm cool with it I consent it's fine (laughs) Um, (laughs) but um I was like it's like two in the morning and I could not go to sleep because he had on every light in the house and he was also like watching tv and I was like I'm gonna go sleep on the couch and he was like you cannot leave me and I was like you're turning off the light then I'll let you keep your show on but you gotta turn off the light Finally, I go to sleep at, like, 2.30. He doesn't go to sleep till like, 3 in the morning. And so that happened on Sunday night. He has been watching a TV show every night in our room since then. And I'm like, if you bring Avatar, the last airbender, into this bedroom until midnight again, I'm moving out. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't handle it. And I do, like, feel bad for him because it, like, shook him up so bad that he started to cry. And I was like, 
I know that that felt very real to you, but your grandpa's not here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was my spooky story for the week. I don't know if I've ever had a nightmare about a dead relative, <sighs> but I do have really nice, sweet dreams where somebody, maybe it's an old crush of mine or somebody I've never met, maybe a celebrity, who knows. Um, it'll be an extremely real dream and they will fall in love with me and I'll be like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? Like nobody is ever like interested in dating me when I'm interested in dating them. It's always like they're interested in me. I'm like, ew, gross, please leave. Cause they're typically very creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I will wake up right before they're about to like kiss me or say I love you and then I cry for five minutes because it genuinely was like real life oh my gosh I had a very realistic dream a couple weeks ago that I had like a newborn baby and I was holding it and it's because I've been hanging out with one of my best friends and she's got a four-month-old daughter I love her daughter they call me her aunt I love being a part of that little girl's life adorable I'm not ready to have kids of my own, but my brain is sabotaging me in my sleep. And it's like, you want to have a baby. And I'm like, no, (laughs) stop. And then I'll wake up and like, it'll be a dream. Like Ryan and I are sitting on the couch. I'm holding this sweet little baby. That's not crying at all. It just wants to snuggle that. I mean, it's not super realistic because that's what's happening. But um, then I wake up and I'm like, oh, that sounds nice. And then she'll call me and be like, it's three in the morning and I haven't slept in three days. And I'm like, huh. I understand now why I don't want to sign up for that. Yeah. I also have had a nightmare where I was trapped in my room and the thing that was stopping me from leaving was like seven foot tall bowling pins with faces on them. That's very odd. And they, I would like try to leave my room and they'd like push me down on the ground and like laugh at me and call me names. I was like, it's really weird. Um, I enjoy bowling. This seems like a weird dream. And I think I only had it once when I was like little a long time ago, but it must, it like traumatized me so bad. I can vividly remember it still. One more dream that you pulled out of the vault when you were saying that. I used to have this reoccurring dream from when I was younger, and I've even had it, like, within the past year, that I will be in my room, and it'll be completely set up like normal. I'll just be, like, asleep in my bed by myself. I think since Ryan and I have moved in together, it's kind of stopped, because usually I'm by myself in my bed. Um, And I'll, like, wake up, start playing on my phone for a minute. Before I had a phone, I would just, like, wake up, start getting ready, and everything would sound hollow. And I'd go to open my door and all my walls would fall down. And I'd be like in an Ikea-sized warehouse, but nothing was in it. It was completely black. And two men would just start running at me. Like, and my bedroom walls were gone. And I'd wake up terrified that, like, men in black was coming for me. Oh, yeah, so. Sometimes I'll have dreams that are a continuation of a dream that I probably haven't had in, like, five years. Yeah, the brain's very strange how it works. I know that She's dreams one funky chunky bunch. <laughs> I know that dreams don't really mean anything, but I would love to talk to a dream analyst about or analyst about all of my crazy nightmares. My dreams almost always, if I can remember them when I wake up, have something to do with like 
something that was extremely insignificant the day before. <laughs> like, if there was a commercial for Taco Bell, and there was, like, I don't know, a dog, like they used to have, that dog will be in my dream. And I saw it for ten seconds that day. Uh, I remember all of my dreams, but I don't remember to add the ad into our podcast. <laughs> so we're going to let that ad play this week, and we'll be right back after the break. And we're back from our beautiful break. Any Tinder Tales this week? Um, not really. I'm trying a new app, which isn't really new, but it's Hinge. And they really just are like, here's a six foot tall boy. Here is a six five boy. Here is a six eight boy. And I was like, thank you? The legs. <laughs> the this one boy, so much leg. I think at least five foot of his body was leg. That's rough, buddy. Uh, anyway, we're not going to talk about Tinder. I know we briefly kind of did. But we're going to talk about sex ed in health class that we took in middle school. In high school, in fifth grade, and during lunch, and... So I know a lot of people definitely had sex education that was absolute garbage and was like, don't have sex, you'll get chlamydia and die. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I might have had the most comprehensive sex education out of everybody I know. And let me tell you, I don't know jack shit. Um, I'll give you a brief overview of mine. Um, in fourth grade, we had to watch like... You're gonna get a period video. They split up the boys and girls. How old are you in fourth grade? Ten. Eight? Nine or ten. Um, some girls I was eleven in sixth grade. We so. had to watch it yeah, we were the youngest. So. so we were nine in fourth grade. Yeah. And then um which I didn't really believe. And I remember vividly that we had to watch the whole class had to spend a whole day talking about AIDS. And their main thing was, if you get a scrape on the playground and your friend does too, don't try to swap blood because that's how you get AIDS. And I thought that was the only way you could get AIDS. I didn't understand it at all. I it was like, in what circumstance would I try to trade blood with another human being? Kids are fucking weird. They have to be like, don't share blood. But that was the only way. They said you could get it. And I was like, I'm just... I think they just didn't want to teach you about (laughs) sex. Which is very funny because our principal at the time was a gay man. But whatever. Mr. (laughs) Rapper. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, And then like 5th and 6th grade we had to watch the period video again and again. I don't know why. Um, I guess just to really make sure we got it. Um, I can't remember... We did take health in middle school. I remember that I had to take it in a really far away classroom. It was like a trailer off of our They were like, you can't be talking about that shit on (laughs) school property. But the only health class I remember was my freshman year. And it was one of our friend at school's dads. And he just made it very casual. He always had snacks for us. And if you participated, he gave you a Sharpie. And for whatever reason in middle school, everybody loved Sharpies. They colored on everything with Sharpies. Your jeans, your shoes, your backpack, every single fucking notebook you had. And he let you pick the color you wanted to. Oh my god. So like, that's how I got kids to participate and it worked. Um, And then in 11th grade, by some very weird random scheduling mistake, 
I had an all-girls anatomy class, and let me tell you, that is the only class I ever learned anything about my body in, was because <laughs> it was a female teacher who was super chill talking about anything from birth to diseases to whatever. And it wasn't even health class, it was anatomy, but she let us ask anything. <laughs> I had, um, in fifth grade... Uh, one day, little everybody got pulled out of class, and they were like, "Hey, you're gonna be sweaty, grow hair, and probably get a period soon." And they gave the girls a bunch of little pads and panty liners. Nothing that would have been very helpful, unless maybe it was your first period. They didn't give us. <laughs> and then the boys just were like, "You're gonna be sweaty." and grow hair and they gave them a pair of socks and deodorant i was like can i get socks and deodorant like i get (sighs) i need the other stuff too but like where's my socks and deodorant like i remember in fifth grade i had like one friend at the time who was a boy and we like came back together in the class after we had to watch the period video and he was like i asked him what his video was about and he was like yeah we're gonna get sweaty and grow hair and then i was like is anything any fluids coming you're not gonna bleed just only me i was like whoa wait i I didn't was that the first time you heard about it or was like it confirming what maybe you heard on the streets it was the first time i heard about it but also like all my friends growing up were pretty much dudes and i my mom didn't talk to me about anything we like never had the sex talk or anything all of my cousins were boys so like I had girl cousins, so I think I knew, like, something happened, but I really got, like, super quick overview in fifth grade. Yeah. And then in eighth grade, which was our last year of middle school, um, we, our gym teachers taught us (laughs) sex ed, but, uh, we had three gym teachers. There was a skinny bald man, a fat bald man, and one bitch ass lady with blonde hair. The skinny bald man was actually, like, semi-decent and taught us stuff. And he, like, could be a professional while talking to middle schoolers about their bodies. Um, The female teacher taught us a lot about, like, mental and dating safety. And the fat gym teacher did not teach us. (laughs) But I remember uh, one of the things we did is they paired us up, the girls with a boy, um... And we practiced scenarios where you'd be, like, in an unhealthy relationship and, like, what you would do. And I remember I got paired up with the hot boy, Ben. Ben, you don't even fucking know who you are, but if you're listening, do you still look that fucking good? You should look him up on Facebook after this. I have no idea what his last name was, and he didn't go to our high school. Tragic. I'll have to, like, break out somebody else's middle school yearbook. But he was, like, already over six feet tall. Um, He had that long Justin Bieber hair and, like, fresh Aeropostale clothes. And he was quiet and nice. And I was like, (laughs) We also had, like, one day where our teachers let us all write anonymous questions. And then they answered them for everybody. And God, was there some dumb shit in there. I was one of the kids who would have asked them dumb, really stupid stuff. Um, I remember somebody specifically asked TMI. um, He was like, can you get an STD on your hands if you're 
using them to help with things? So... The answer is no, by the way. <laughs> I, I didn't ask a question that time. But I really... It took a long time for me, this is so embarrassing to admit, to understand how sex works. Like, because I had never seen a naked body other than the illustration from health class, like, of a male. I guess I was just a sheltered child, and none of my friends had had their first kiss so I was like I don't get it and then (laughs) I was like in health class and I I still like when my now husband and I started dating like I had so many questions about boys and he was like I only know so much (laughs) that I was like I answered so many stupid questions I was like I asked him, like, okay, well, when you pee, does it shoot straight out in front of me or does it go down? And he was like, there's no way you're 19 and asking me this question. And I'm she like, straight up is, bro. I really didn't know. I know that we definitely had health books that were in our classroom in eighth grade, but they didn't, like, leave the classroom. And they definitely had pictures of what things looked like. I didn't understand. <sighs> What was happening in boys' pants? Like, I thought I knew, and then they were like, surprise, there's extra things happening, too. And I was like, whoa, 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 what's going on? How do you fit all of this in your pants? You know where I learned the most about sexual education? That anatomy class? Omegle. (laughs) Omegle. I learned everything that I needed to know about male anatomy through that website definitely just did some google searches on like incognito mode about a lot of things i didn't know how to do that and i thought my mom would find out and i was like what if i look up how does sex work in a tab next to my webkins what's that gonna look like <laughs> i um after eighth grade though high school so i went to three different high schools in three years right in a row so they really were struggling to schedule me to get health class so I didn't have health class till senior year and it was online and I waited till like a week before everything was due and did the whole class in one week so I was failing the class up until that last week um but they also did something that I thought was cool at our career tech school was they had actual nurses come in and they offered um maybe it was once a month maybe it was twice a month that there'd be like an additional class that would take about half of your lunch and half of the class after your lunch and they would actually teach you about like safe sex and stds and all the like really embarrassing parts of health class and they kind of skipped over like the general education stuff Oh, I wish that I would have taken that. And they also gave us pizza. Oh, I would have gone for the free pizza. I just didn't know about it. But they taught you about, like, different kinds of birth controls, um, how effective they were. Nothing is 100%. It's all, like, 99%. And the biggest lesson we learned is do not party without a hat. Of course. Um, I don't know... If your school taught you this. Didn't you go to a Catholic school for a temporary amount of time? I went was to a just Catholic a school one year. How was, was my that? freshman year. And Catholic girls are fucking wild. Oh, yeah. I was wondering if they, like, taught you about that stuff, though. Um, I didn't have a health ed class. I know they definitely had one. And it was probably mostly abstinence. But I know that they definitely, like, taught you at least about your body. Yeah. So, I... 
genuinely thought that, like, if I made eye contact with a male for too long, I'd be pregnant. Like, they, like, I remember (laughs) reading this in a trashy magazine, and I kind of want to look it up. It was, like, me and my mom were in line at the grocery store, and it was, like, a People magazine or something, just one of those trashy magazines. And it said that this girl got pregnant by a boy doing what he had to do on her underwear and then she put it on and she got pregnant and I yeah obviously that didn't happen she just had sex and lied about it which cool fine great for her but I was like what and I didn't really understand how it worked I was like so if a boy pees on my clothes I'm gonna get (laughs) pregnant (laughs) pee you in the pee I was listening to a podcast a couple months ago, and live on the podcast, he learned that his wife had three holes in her downstairs department, and he has a child. (laughs) He didn't know that the number one and the baby-making hole were different. Because it's not for him. What is one thing you wish they would have taught you in sex ed that you probably didn't learn till after college or during college? I know that this sounds so dumb, but I don't think that they should assume that, like, kids know stuff from talking to each other, because most of what I learned was from other kids telling me stuff. Mm -hmm. Just really dumb it down and be like, this has to go here in this exact location, and this has to happen to make a baby. Also, I know that practicing safe sex is important, and that you should use protection, but it's also very hard for some women to get pregnant and infertility is a huge thing and one in five women have a miscarriage i'm pretty sure that's a statistic Mm -hmm. so 20 percent of all women have a miscarriage they should tell you that (laughs) yeah they did it was very much like 100 percent do not have a baby we will not tell you how to have one and don't even think about it and then when you're married maybe still don't even think about it yeah so they were like all of you are too dumb to reproduce (laughs) Um, I wish they would have told Fair. me, um, they talked a lot about STDs and they said, like, gross stuff will come out of you if you have an STD. What they didn't tell you is gross stuff comes out of you all the time, no matter what, especially if you're healthy. Yeah. And this is- and so I thought my mom gave birth to me and I had some kind of STD for years, but I was like, maybe there's nothing wrong with me because I have no other issues, but like. You basically have a self-cleaning oven that just takes care of things every once in a while. Yeah, and I definitely didn't know that. And I thought something was wrong with me. And also, every whim, like every woman's different. And my mom is very different than me. I'm sure she would not love that I'm sharing this, but she won't listen, so it'll be great. And she thought something was wrong with me, so she made me go to a doctor. Because I have a self-cleaning oven. And <laughs> as quotation marks. But, uh... Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, if my mom thinks something's wrong with me, I'm dying. Like, I have inside cancer. <laughs> Shit's weird. Also, pee after sex. They don't tell you that. No. UTIs hurt. No, I definitely probably learned that on a TV show or something. I did have one friend who was very sex positive and definitely having a lot of it. Um, that's where I learned a lot of my information. Get you a hoe friend to tell you things. Also, they will always have your back. They're the most loyal. These hoes are loyal. (laughs) I'm telling you. Hoes got each other. But speaking of my female anatomy teacher that wrangled us group of girls in, 
we thought we would talk about our favorite teachers. Um, she was not my all-time favorite teacher, but she, she top ten list for sure. Absolutely. She was great. Um, okay, favorite elementary school teacher? I think that it might be Miss Haid. She had a husband that worked for Chiquita Chiquita for Chiquita Banana. Chiquita Banana. <laughs> well, that took a hard time coming out. But um, like every Friday, <laughs> she'd bring us bananas to class. And now that's probably why I don't really love them as an adult because I had them so much as a kid. We would just have bananas, bananas all the time. But uh, that was pretty cool. That was lit. Uh, favorite middle school teacher. Oh, do your elementary school teacher first. Oh, okay. Um, elementary school. I. My preschool teacher, Mrs. Newhouse, had super long blonde straight hair. She definitely couldn't have been older than like 27. And she wore like floor length denim dresses that had like a tank top cut at the top. And then she'd wear some kind of shirt under it. And honestly, she would have been an Instagram queen if she was dressing like that today. But she was literally the nicest woman in the whole entire world. Also, my music teacher, Mrs. Takeuchi, was awesome and the only reason i played an instrument when you're talking about your first teacher she sounds like um i can't think of her name right now i think it might be honey that's not all the way correct from matilda she sounds like matilda's teacher but obviously the hair not the same um the hair was different but (laughs) same vibes (laughs) okay um not willing to adopt me unfortunately but she was also like a twig skinny and maybe she wasn't that tall But I was a preschooler, so I recall her being tall. Everybody's tall when you're a preschooler. All right, middle school. Do you even have any? Middle school is a rough time for some people. Yeah, middle school is rough. Um, But I did have a history teacher. Some people hated him. Some people loved him. I had the coolest history teachers growing up, which is why I think it was interesting to me. His name was Mr. Trick. He also hosted our 8th grade trip to Washington, D.C. that I went on. Okay, everybody says they had that trip. I'm like, I was fucking jibbed. He had hip replacement surgery less than two months before we went. And he was faster than all of us in D.C. And I'm like, nothing will stop that man from teaching us about history. He made sure we knew it. And as far as I remember... Oh my god, damn. As far as I remember, he didn't seem to have any political biases but he was like know your rights and stand up for them and he like forced that down her throat and I was like I will do so but when he was having his hip replacement surgery he was having Disney Channel level hot substitute teacher he was the most attractive man I might have ever seen in real life to this day (laughs) he could have been a Um. soccer player so pretty he was so Is that kind. the requirement for soccer? He gave us, like, candy once a week. And he left with his new wife at the end of that to move to Turkey to teach English to small children. What a bit. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name, but I just remember. We were all like... And it was... He surpassed the cuteness level of any of us being, like... Obviously, we didn't have a chance with him. We were middle schoolers. That's illegal. And he was, like, a good dude. So, (laughs) it... uh, None of us even were, like... We want to date him. We were, like, his wife is gorgeous. 
This is perfect. We're so happy for you. You <laughs> go, sis. Yeah, it's just such admiration for his whole situation. Uh, middle school, I've, I had actually a lot of decent teachers in middle school, except for the sixth grade ones. <sighs> the only sixth grade teacher that ever mattered was my math teacher, Mrs. Hoding, and she is the reason I have my best friend. Um, we were all sixth graders, brand new, it was the very beginning of class, and she paired us all up, and I was like, hey, your art is, like, really good. It was not, but in sixth grade, you think everybody's a fucking artist. Yeah. And now we are best friends and we're going to die together. There was also one class where she was like, I just love to watch the world burn. So she paired all the boys and girls up together. And she had paired me up with someone I had gone to elementary school with. But I didn't know him that well. Um, Now he's really just a racist fucking piece of shit on Facebook. But back then he was a nice child. Something happened between then and now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but since we knew each other, we, like, actually started talking and doing what we were supposed to do. She gave, she has on reserve for special moments ginormous Hershey bars to really make people jealous, like, the size of your head. I love it. Um, she gave us each one because we were the only students willing to talk, and she's like, she basically flipped off the rest of the class and was like, you're all little bitches and I can't stand you. And I was hoping for drama and excitement. I love that. And also my science teacher, eighth grade year, Mr. Nelson, was a Bengals fan. And if you started talking about it, you could derail the whole class and not learn anything. Perfect. He really cared about his zodiac sign. <gasps> he had what was he? A Libra. Oh, okay. And um, I don't know what that means. He had diabetes or something. Out. So he'd have to eat goldfish every now and then <laughs> to help with his blood sugar. And people would always be like, can I have some goldfish? And he'd be like, you absolutely can't. I'll die. (laughs) And he he made this makeshift ruler. And it was like three, not a ruler. It was three yardsticks like duct taped together. (laughs) So if you fell asleep, he'd come smack it on the desk. And there was one separating two of them. So the two would smack together and make really loud sounds. I fell asleep in his class a lot. And he never woke me up. He always let me sleep. I was like, you're... The best. I love that. Alright. High school. So we already decided that our shared um, graphic design teacher, Mr. Geyser. For our junior and senior year. There's literally no better teacher. Anybody we talk about will pale in comparison to him. He's basically <laughs> our, our dad. second dad. Yeah. Um. So we just... Geyser obviously is the winner. But I would say my second place was my 11th grade history teacher. Mr. Paul, this is why the kids are liberal. He had the hair past his shoulders. He only ever wore tie-dye shirts and talked about protesting in the 70s. That is the man who taught me everything I know about our current government. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he was super cool, and he let me protest animal rights in class. (laughs) So, we we got along well. And then... um, we also had a psychology teacher who was super cool. She was an angel, a goddess, the best teacher. Yeah, we had to do so much homework for her class, though. So. It was all, like, easy stuff. It just really for- was time-consuming. Like, I had to write... Like, 300 yeah. index cards. 
the index cards. They haunt me to this day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did a project about pyromaniacs. Uh, I can't remember what I did. Anyways. Anyway, who's your favorite teacher? Um, interestingly enough, when I was at the all-girls Catholic school my freshman year, my favorite teacher was my religion teacher, Mr. Cluse. He looked like um, Andy from The Office, and he was also the guy on The Hangover who, like, is supposed to be the one getting married. Um, I don't know his actual act real name but hopefully you've seen one of those two <laughs> things i'm sure he's in plenty of other stuff because he's a fairly famous actor but my religion teacher looked almost exactly like him and um on the first day of school he asked everybody what their names were and he was like if you have a nickname let me know and i was like my friends call me soda because that's what they called me in middle school and i was at a new school and i was trying to be cool and quirky this man called me soda every single day of the year. He, in fact, called me soda so much he didn't remember what my real name was. And we had a fire drill, and he was taking roll call, and he was like, who the fuck is Laura? <laughs> That's incredible. I re- oh, goodness. In elementary school, I wanted a nickname so bad, so I said my name was Jay instead of Jamie. And then after the first week, I was like, please don't call me that anymore, because <laughs> nobody called me that. But when he said it, he was like, I need if you have a nickname be serious if you tell me Bob that's your new name like we don't play games here yeah um also at the catholic school they do a word of the day on the morning announcements and one day the word was demonstrate which means to throw somebody out the window defenestrate defenestrate <laughs> um and I was being a little absolute asshole in his class and I I was being funny and like he understood too, but he was like trying to get a point across. And he's like, I'm going to defenestrate you. <laughs> I love that. Oh, goodness. He also dressed up as Justin Bieber um, back when he like had first come out and was still cool and popular, not like a huge piece of shit yet. And he made a music video for the seniors like going away at the end of the year. I love do we want to do our favorite college professor? Favorite college professor. There's a small chance they could listen to this. They um, definitely won't. <laughs> do we have the same one? Is it? Tony. Anthony. Yeah. Anthony. He's still, uh, he promised us um, a laser tag game after we graduated. It's been four years. <sighs> and I'm upset. I've been hurt. I've been. I'm he sure came I'm... to my wedding, and I still haven't gotten to play laser tag. It's a little hard to ask right now, but maybe when the pandemic's over, we'll really force him. I saw he just bought a house. That's so exciting. He's got a very cute dog. I asked him to bring it to school, and he said, "What are you gonna do with it? Like, don't you have class?" And I was like, "Not if a dog's here. <laughs> <laughs> Rules don't apply." Um, but he was the teacher closest in age to all of us, but he was actually one of the most helpful teachers because he had just been through, like, what we'd been through. Yeah. And if you had a... He was our web teacher, and if you had a problem with your code or your design, he wouldn't just be like, here's an issue. He would say, here's an issue, this is why it's an issue, and this is how you fix it. Do you understand? Yeah. I'd be like, I don't understand, but thank you so much. (laughs) He was a good teacher. He doesn't teach anymore, but I think that that was cool for him. Like, he was very good at being a teacher. 
We I had also, other, like, nifty teachers, but he was definitely by far the best. Yeah. And also, put up with the most bullshit with us. One of my favorite teachers, not a teacher, at this school, was the president of our college. I'm not going to say her name because I don't want you guys to look it up. But, um... I loved our she, librarian. She's someone who accepted me into the school. When I got there, they were like, you're having a meeting with the president of the school. And I was like, oh, okay, I want to be dead. Um, but... We clicked right away, and she... She's a delightful woman. Um, she called... She has eyes about to pop out of her skull. <laughs> she called me from a mile away. Like, before, all of the projects I showed her were kind of crap. I mean, I guess they were good enough to get me into college, but, like, if anybody saw them now, I would absolutely be mortified. But she was like, I think that you're really going to be good at typography. And she was right. And she was like, and you might know how to use a camera. And I'm like... What, that woman, she just knows. Um, after I had failed our second year, she stopped by Panera that I was working at. And um, she's like, how are you doing? She was really sensitive to the fact that I just failed because it had only been like a week or two. And she's like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm saving up money and I will see you next year. And she's like, fuck yeah, man. But she was like, that's really sweet. She knew what school we went to before we got there. She knew all of us by name. She knew, like, at least one fact about all of us. Like, there definitely weren't that many students. Uh, I think my graduating class was 80 people, so ours original one was supposed to be, like, 50 people. But still, that's a lot of people to remember, like, at least three fun facts about all of them. Yeah, and, like, she definitely didn't have to do that. She never even had to talk to us if she didn't want to, but... She's super cool, and she goes out of her way to make the school as good as she can for students. Yeah, she's a great person. But, yeah. Wow, that really dug into the school vault. Yeah, I guess so. Um, we're going to close the vault, and we don't have any questions for this week, but we do have an exciting little announcement. Next episode... We will have a guest, a very cute guest. Um, what are we going to talk about? We don't know. Who's the guest? We're not telling you, but look forward to it. Send us any questions you want this person to answer. She also went to school with us, so it could be design related or not. We're thinking of maybe having a lady related podcast so if you got weird lady questions let us know we can educate you way more than these schools can also if you're a boy and you got girlfriend questions we could educate you y'all we're pretty good at that (laughs) we've got somebody who's married somebody who's dating and somebody who's single we got all the bases covered for you we don't have engaged but we could get one if necessary i'll work on it as always, if you've got any questions, comments, concerns, or topics for next next week, tweet us at 2palsinapod or email us at 2palsinapod at gmail.com. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.